It is so well defined what we have to do today. We got to go to work. We got to do. Hey, everyone, you filthy animals. It's uh, your home alone with uh, Wade and Ryan. It's week 15 in the NFL in London podcast. Um, very exciting, man. Christmas is coming. Does that mean are we the guys trying to break into their house? We, we are the wet bandits. The wet bandits. Yeah. Um, uh, and we are. So we'll, we'll, I guess we'll have to see what sort of tricks uh, befall us in this one. But, uh, you know, we had the first game. Brock Purdy, apparently, he is second coming. Uh, yes. We should all, we should all bound feel- out. Do not bring in another quarterback. Brock Purdy will lead you to the promised land. It really feels like a Jeff Hostetler uh, type of run they're going to have. Like that that incredible. It's going to be the worst because they'll probably end up playing the Bills and then the Bills will again lose to a backup quarterback in the mm-hmm. Super Bowl to just to rub the salt in the wounds. But man, like listen, he's doing a good job. Like he's doing what he needs to do. He's dishing it out. I think like they must be just thanking the gods that they traded for McCaffrey. Oh, because, God, yeah. Because yeah, it's such they, a new dimension to if it. If they were going with Purdy and didn't have McCaffrey, it'd be over. It'd be over. But McCaffrey has just been kind of like the great leveler. And it's oh, great God. to see He catches, him. he runs. He also adds that extra dynamic to the other running game. He's, it's, he's, he's a just, beautiful, he's, he's a fullback. He really is a fullback in this in this well, regard. He's just an all-out utility guy. He can yeah. do everything. Line him up in the slot. You can put him. Which is what originally a great a runner. Between, been. He's getting to be a better runner, especially running behind, you know, a, a great running scheme team like the Niners. Yeah. And and we're just watching the sad, inevitable downfall of the Geno Smith uh, run at the Seahawks. So when everyone was like MVP, yeah. MVP, Gino, MVP, Geno. Yeah, no, we it's... all kind of like saw that. I think you know they did lose kind of Walker. They lost Lockett in this game too. Yeah. So um, the good thing is they have like the number two pick overall because of, yeah. uh, of the Broncos. Because yeah, of Broncos. I mean, so if you're, if you're thinking that if you're right now, it's the perfect situation because you're you're having an exciting season where you can still make the playoffs and you're getting a top three pick. It's there's no other scenario that's as great as that. Like it was a flash of brilliance for yeah, flash of brilliance for the Eagles or, or yeah, for the Seahawks. I mean, and uh, and also yeah, you, you get some good out of it in the end. Um, but again, losing as you said, losing those key pieces, like, losing your running game, losing a couple of your wide receivers is going to limit Geno. Yeah. The other yeah, thing, I, it's been fun, but it does feel like again he's going against the Niners D. No one's really been able to do anything. Well, against it's them. it's I have said it before. You could put a monkey in that and I, it's no offense to Brock Purdy but like that the, the the team is so good that you know putting any quarterback in there you could put Baker in it's like oh my god Baker's back oh Baker's back it's yeah like, no but he's with the 49ers it's like because there's just so many kind of just mediocre to bad teams in the league like it's almost like the same with Jalen Hurts is like I need to see him play that defense that one that's going to come at him because mm-hmm. you know they played Seattle and they played you know the the Bucks who are you know they feel like they have no idea what's going on at that team. It feels completely lost. The 49ers are feeling like a and team then, to, to really Niners, be a threat. Like when they're going to have to go against like a Dallas and then you got Micah Parsons testing Purdy. Like that's what I want to see. Just like sure. I want to see next week with the uh, the Christmas Eve Dallas-Philly game, which is just going to be awesome. So, but we got some great games this week. Great let's games. Let's, let's bring it up because Saturday, 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 Jeff Saturday of, is, uh, is is playing in the first I mean, game. Jeff Saturday. If you're not going to bet on the Colts for that alone, then why Well, you have to. Them? It's an Elton why John song doubling up. Uh, they're four, eight, and one. They're taking on a Minnesota team who is Rodney Dangerfield again this season. No respect for a 10 and three team uh, who four point favorites in this one. 48 and a half is the over under. 
it's dome, dome on dome, two dome teams playing. Minnesota, um, you know, it's, it hasn't been the same since Dara Shaw has been out, I find, for them and their offense. Um, he doesn't have as much time. Cousins doesn't have enough time to I get think the he's ball coming up. back. He might and be coming back. He week. might be coming back. Who's who knows how injured injured he is, but you know, the past couple of games, you notice it because Cook can't get anywhere. Uh, if he does come back, you sort of watch it. Um, he will be sort of the instrument, I would say, in this one. But what, what do you what do you think on this one? Oh, this one, I the thing is, I think I like everyone, you're still just kind of blinded by the Vikings when every every time you go you sit there you're like okay well they got Dalvin Cook mm-hmm. they got Kirk Cousins they got Jefferson Thielen and Irv Smith they should be able to oh no they got Hawkinson now it's like mm-hmm. they should be able to score at will and mm-hmm. they just they don't like they're they're 10 win team at minus one in point differential like that's insane it's like almost unheard of in, in the history of it is actually unheard of yeah. in the history of football and to me, you got a you know a Colts team that got embarrassed last time or kind of had a buy. I think they're going to keep it close. I I genuinely think the Colts could even win this. I mm-hmm. think the Vikings D is that bad. Yeah. The last few weeks, I think they're last in almost every single category. People are just walking up and down the field on them. And I think Matt Ryan, at least in the dome, is a better player. So he's mm-hmm. going to be able to at least move the ball up. I think they can keep it close. Um, yeah. I'm going to go with a little upset. I'm going to go with the Colts win. The first game, I'm gonna say uh, 20, 24-23. I said Colts win. Yeah, I, I'm totally with you on this one, and this is a perfect game for the Colts. You know, the the, the Vikings are still struggling. If Derrishaw's not there, their defense sucks, and it's also the coaching. Like when you have yeah. that much talent, as you say, you, you should. If you had the right coach, you're like, oh my god, we we would be unstoppable. I just find that Indianapolis now they've sort of got a little gumption in them. And and why not? You take a strike at Minnesota when they're wounded. I, I was originally going to go for the Indianapolis upset. I was like, ah, uh, but just, Vikings, yeah, Vikings are at home, Vikings. so I'm gonna I'm gonna have Indianapolis to cover. It's a four point yeah. spread. I've got a 28-25. Yeah, I, I got will it give Minnesota that little extra edge at home, only because it's just again Saturday and and the rookie and and their offensive line uh, of Indianapolis. I, I think it could be an upset, but I'm, I'm I am going to call them to cover. Uh, but Minnesota, maybe just pip them. The nine o'clock game for us in the UK, four o'clock if you're in the Eastern time zone, 1 p.m. if you're in the West, then bless you with the sunshine. Baltimore, nine and four. Ooh, they're struggling. Lamar is out. Huntley is back. And Cleveland are three-point favorites. Deshaun is rubbing it down at five and eight. 37 points is the over-under in this one. It's not going to look pretty in the weather. Um, you know, Deshaun, they, they uh, got whooped. Um, they got whooped last week. He, um, they know it. It's it's playing out like every Brown's worst nightmare, right? Because I guess <laughs> your dream your dream was that okay, like listen, this is terrible. But when he comes in, he's gonna come in, throw four touchdowns, and be like, oh, this is great. We can mm-hmm. get over this. But he has looked like one of the worst quarterbacks in football. I guess it's just the arrogance. You think you could just come back into football? Like things change in the NFL so quickly. So I think he's. I think again, is he gonna be? garbage for the rest of the season maybe the rest of this season and then he has another season to get ready for it but he's going against a tough baltimore defense that's playing better and better every week and then they can also run it now they got jk dobbins back they're moving up and down the field and they can stop the run mm-hmm. so they're going to force cleveland to pass it they're going to force watson who's not going to be comfortable who's going to be th- these two teams do not like each other so I, I'm going to go with the Ravens. I think even with Huntley, I think they're the stronger, just stronger team. They're in the playoff. They they got the 
Bengals just breathing down their necks mm-hmm. for the division lead that they're holding on by a thread. So you got to take care of business. I think Huntley does enough. I think they're basically what they're going to do is just hand it off to Dobbins, who looked great last week. Let that defense just smother Watson because they're not really going to be able to run it on them and let him beat you and mm-hmm. then just blitz him because he's hasn't been blitzed in two years, right? It's going to yeah. shake him. So I'm going with Baltimore to win this. I'm going to say uh, 27 to 23. Big score in the snow for you. Um, yeah, no, I agree with you. Uh, you know, the Sean Watson element and the whole Cleveland thing, it's like it, it was already sort of a sinking ship. And then it's like you decided to like buy Bill Cosby Studios, you know, yeah. as a movie franchise. <laughs> and it's like, oh man, I don't I don't think this picture is gonna gonna work. Um, it's struggle for Cleveland, and, and you could see it last week and, and especially in that battle of Ohio uh for Burrow to get that win. I always like a backup quarterback on a team that needs a win, you know, because, you know, and Hundley's shown it before, man. This kid impressed last season. He is like Lamar Light. Um, he He's good. And, and I could see them wanting to get a win and getting a win here. I've got it 18 to 14. You know, they, they did. And the only thing that does worry me, I guess, is that they – they barely beat Pittsburgh only because Trubisky oh. threw three picks in, the, in yeah. the red zone. So it's like, and they barely squeaked out a win. So I'm a bit concerned, but I think just they're going to, another week with in the system, another week of practicing. And I think just just, just going to be a power running game. Who's going to be able to run it better? And I think Baltimore will. Baltimore's just got to get their nuts together. It just, it's like everything. It's like each game seems to be, oh, the defense didn't do this. The offense, it's like, get your nuts. It, they've all got to get together on it. And it just, it's Baltimore's nine and four. And if you really, you know, to go forth into the playoffs this way, it's not convincing. They're, they're not a convincing team. You go, oh, they're, they're going to get a win easily, you know, glass, glass chin. We get the, uh, the last game on Saturday, technically Sunday morning here in the UK. Uh, it's the, uh, I don't know if you care about this game, Ryan. It's the Buffalo uh, Bills I'm in five feet it. of snow. They're 10 and three and uh, they're facing a rival. The Miami Dolphins, who's eight and five in an AFC East, that's just just stunning this season. Just just stunning and brave. Yeah. Forty three points is the over under in this one. The snow though is going to play a big factor. Buffalo seven points, seven I've points a- against Miami. I've already been seeing the um, the snow, and it's already mass. It's snowing like crazy already. It's already up to like six seven inches. It's going to be going all day leading up to the game. It's going to be an absolute shit show. I find it hilarious. That Mike McDaniel just his lack of respect for snow. As two Canadians, we respect snow. He's walking oh, yeah. around well, like we've... snow, like snow is <laughs> just like a figment of your imagination. Like it doesn't really exist. Well, it's like I, I don't know if you've ever been in a terrible snowstorm, but that's not going to be fun to play with, especially when you needed heaters. Yeah, on in LA at fifty-five degrees, they're going in. I think they're just going in thinking that it's not a big deal. And maybe that's just the way he's doing it to try and get his team prepared. But to me, it just feels like they're, that they're just really thinking it's not going to be that big a deal. And, and don't get me wrong. I think it, it's, it will benefit Buffalo, but not that much because Buffalo is still going to play in this garbage too. The only mm-hmm. thing is they've been practicing in the cold and Josh Allen is going to be a real X factor here because Josh Allen in the snow running wild is going to be really tough to take down. And I think you're going to see a lot, whatever the Josh Allen over under is on rushing yards and prop bets, just bet the over because it just feels if it's a snow game, there's going to be a lot of those kind of um, run play calls like draws with the quarterback. 
because it's going to be tough to pass. And mm-hmm. that's and you have Miami is one of the worst rushing teams coming in against a strong Buffalo defense that even though it's lost Von Miller still getting to the quarterback, I think it's going to be tough for Miami. I think mm-hmm. their whole game is not built for the snow. And the fact that Mike McDaniel has been kind of like corny about with his shirt. That's like, I wish it was colder. Yeah. And it's like, <laughs> all right, dude, you're going to find out you're going to get your wish. So again, it's one of those games. That I think anything could happen. Like Miami could win easily, not easily, but Miami could win. Buffalo could blow them out, but Buffalo could lose because yeah. who knows what's going to happen. Turnovers are going to be key. But I think just Buffalo's just kind of built for this. They've been practicing it all day. The fans are going to be there. It's going to be hard as hell for two of the pass. So I'm going to go with the Bills to win this um, 20 to 7. Wow. Bit of a beatdown. 20 to 7. Interesting. You I'd know, probably it's a good, bet the under, too. It's a good ever. snow score, and you should bet the under 43. You know, I'm probably going to adjust mine. Um, I do have it a four point victory. So, you know, I had it 28 to 24. I would probably now with the snow um drop that down yeah. to a 20 to 16 um only because uh you know there's, there's a few things that i i sort of wonder about this one um first off we talk about the snow and the ice and you and i living here in the uk i just want to talk about the snowstorm and this this icy conditions we've had because we both live in london and seen british people and, and god we love you but you got to learn how to deal with snow well, that's um, what I mean. They're like, that's what Miami. They, they walk with their like, hands in their pockets on icy streets, and you're like, oh, "What's going to save you? Your face?" Yeah. <laughs> you know, you see, it's like walking or with your you're holding your phone. What do you think is going to save you when you fall? Uh, keep your hand, keep your arms, you what, keep though, your balance out. It's going to be a fun game to watch. It's going to be a fun that's game. Now, here, be, here's these games, other... as silly as they are, and it's. It's just yeah, it's going to be great. I it's, can't wait to watch. It's going to be good. That the only the only issue I would say is that. I still think Josh Allen is injured and he has not played well lately. He has not shown the offensive zip and, and yeah, you know what? He can go and run. And the perfect play in this is for Josh Allen to run and dive in the snow. The worst option though, is Josh Allen running and diving in the snow and getting nailed. And then you lose Josh Allen and guess what? Buffalo's playoffs run is done. Of course. So there's gotta be, there's gotta be (laughs) uh, playing them, playing them nice and playing it soft. Uh, trying to get the running game, get Cook going as long as fumbleitis doesn't happen to this kid. I just see a low-scoring go- game in this one. Lots of snow. I got Buffalo to win, but I still think Miami's going to keep it close because Miami has a lot of tools uh, and a lot of options here and uh, and snow fear, as you would say. Uh, let's bring it to Sunday. Fun day. Oh, uh, Atlanta. <laughs> so Marcus Mariota, they're like, you know what? We just, we're not going to play. I, I'm done. I'm leaving your team. Just why would you do that? Would you just leave? Anyway, Atlanta's five and eight. They're facing New Orleans, who's four point favorites. Andy Dalton favorites. They're four and nine. Um, it's literally watching rats uh kind of fight in a cage. 43 points the over-under. Um, you know, both these teams just just hoping to to end this season at this point. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I actually think um, they're both playoff contenders in some ways. I'm sure it is. Well, the Atlanta. thing is with that the, the way the NFC South is, right? It's all yeah. it's all open. So um if I'm like I'm actually excited to watch this game. I think finally it's I don't know what's taken so long to go to Ritter. I think mm-hmm. if they went to him weeks ago, they could be in a much better position going in. Yeah, Merida clearly wasn't working for like the last three weeks. And you know, and 
the fact that they just need a guy who can just kind of just throw it down the field, and that was just Mariota's biggest weakness. It just it was just dink and dunk, or it'd be running, or he just never felt like Mariota's going to make the big throw mm-hmm. when he watched it. He never felt like oh, he's make a big anything. Yeah, and then he yeah, and he just runs away after. Yeah. He's like, fine, I'm leaving. Yeah, I'm done. Um, I'm taking my ball, going home. Yeah, I'm gonna have a baby and be a dad. <laughs> um, so yeah. So to me, I, I'm actually excited. I think the plus, I'm going to bet the Falcons to cover this. I think they're actually going to win. I think the Ritter with the bye gives them a bit of um, time to work. I think these are always going to be tough games going up against a mm. tough defense. But again, I just think the excitement of someone who's maybe going to be able to actually move the ball down the field and kind of do some things that they weren't be able to do with Mariota. And I think it's just that little bump of the first year rookie is going to kind of give them that a Falcons. So I'm going to say the Falcons win 23-20. I just I'm I got nothing to watch with Dalton. They barely use Kamara. I don't know what this team has no identity anymore. The Saints because without you know they're they're Peyton Sean Payton they're just they're just average at everything. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Who day really? I, mm. That's what you would have to say. Who day exactly without without him? Um, he, I guess with me the holiday times new orleans it always uh, i've been down there it's it always peps up it always gets feisty they've got also some of their guys coming back uh you know the defense which was i think everyone was sort of like well at least you can rely on your defense well the defense sort of fell away in the past few weeks i think now they're getting some of those guys back uh olav uh, olave uh olive oil yeah he's good and you know we for probably one of the best rookies when you've seen in terms of like you know this kid can make some great catches They've also got their guy Shahid. I like New Orleans here. I like I like Ginger Ninja. Uh, I I'd like to see, and I, I'm sure some people will take uh, Ritter in, in DraftKings and 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 be well, good to see. I, I might, it might be really know, cheap. It might be worth. It a might shot, be but very cheap. A tough defense though. But he also so. doesn't have all his tools, you know. So that that's also a difficult thing. So that defense. So I like New Orleans to win. Uh, I don't have them winning it by four though i don't think by four so i've got atlanta covering and i've got 24 21 i just can't see f- four points like <laughs> andy dalton and four points it's it's a suit that's too big that's a 90 suit oh this game man plucky 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 it's detroit who is now making a playoff mm. run and man the hard see, we were making times. fun of the hard knocks thing and now it's, i was, it's come to I was and i'm it's still not behind it i'm still not fully behind it because they still get scored on quite a bit it's still, uh, yeah, loosey goosey. Uh, but the Jets also the same way. The Jets are seven and six, and these are teams that both have something to prove. It's like two '80s movies going going against each other. Six and seven versus seven and six. Um, at forty-four and a half points is the over/under. Who do you like in this one? Ooh, I don't. Well, we first we had Zach Wilson playing from like white. Yes, which Zach, does not Zach buy me back. with a lot of confidence. I think. Had your mama. It's one of those things because after watching Mike White almost get murdered in that game against Buffalo with some of those hits he took, um, it just feels like they the team just even became even more enamored with him. The fact that he just kept coming out, just being mm-hmm. like, "Didn't you just die?" Uh, <laughs> he's like, "I just got more quarters to put into the machine to give me more lives." Um, and then he, so to me, the fact that Zach Wilson playing, I can't have anything to do with this. I think they lost Quinn and Williams to an injury as well, which is yeah. huge because he's one of their best. The fact that they have Sauce Gardner is going to be able to really stop whoever whoever he wants. He might be the best corner in football, and he's a rookie. Yeah, it's quite, it's he's quite incredible what he is. Yeah, but I, I'm going with Detroit. I think Detroit's got the the, the thing that worries me is that Goff in the cold 
against that secondary is going to be really tough. They're going to have to move it on the ground. So I, I hope they can use Swift and Jamal mm-hmm. Williams. But I think they're just a team that's on the up, that's winning, that's got a bit of momentum because you've got to start stacking wins in December. Yeah. And if you're a Jets fan, you know, you just had that tough loss against Buffalo and now you lose and now you lose Mike White. You're going back to the guy who just everyone hates. And mm-hmm. just be, where you lose your defense, it just feels like a mess for the Jets. But I, I'm going to go with the Lions to win 2017. Yeah, I'm with you. Uh, low score, obviously, because it's still going to be snowmageddon a bit, I would imagine, in New Jersey. Uh, it, you talk about Sauce Gardner. He's amazing. And you also think about, like, Patrick Sertain, uh, I think, the same draft year. Um, could you imagine, though, if you had those two on the same team? <laughs> would, well, you would, wouldn't. You wouldn't. So, no, uh, but I'm just yeah. saying. I just, those two, when you just, I just look at this, like, shut down the. the I think Sertain was a year before, but yeah. I yeah, still uh, the Jets. We don't know those things that Jets probably could have gotten actually with the amount of draft picks they had. Um, Detroit just is just playing with fire right now. They're they're playing feisty. I think the running game is going to be key here for Detroit, and that's where it's going to come down to. Um, the offensive line is a bit more battered up. The guys aren't going to be throwing as much. If it's going to be snowy and cold, it's going to be down to the running game. And I, I like Detroit's running game, and I like their front better. I also like Hutchinson uh, just in the D, just to be able to get um to zach wilson he's fierce and and the you know if will if you say quinnon is out for the the jets as well i just give the edge to detroit here detroit wins it 21 to 20 the chiefs are also 10 and 3 they're unappreciated no one's showing them love they're facing houston and houston uh no one's more um no one's more like poor me than the top two like the top teams in the the league right like the bill the bills are always poor me it's like oh no one believes in us anymore it's like guys you're the ones in two seeds stop complaining all the time you're 10 and (laughs) 3 and you're 14 point favorites over a texan team who's 111 and 1 and almost beat the lovey uh out of the attack the the cowboys um This is a game I, you know, I called, I I did pretty well last week in my picks, if you saw. Um, but uh, I was like, no, you can't, the Texans, you can't give them that much disrespect. Um, then the Texans kept it close. The, the Cowboys needed to resuscitate themselves to come back and win this game. Uh, it was tight. The, the Texans could have won this game. Yeah. Now they're facing the Chiefs. Could they do the same? They're at home. Hey, we're feeling hot. We're 1-11, 1-11-1. No, I don't don't think they're going to be able to do it. I think the fact that um, I think Damon Pierce is out. Mm -hmm. So then you lost him. Like You lost your only weapon. And the fact that this team just bounces from quarterback to quarterback. I just don't think they have the offense to move it. I think the Chiefs in the Dome are going to be able to do what they want. They need, again, the Chiefs, again, haven't had the convincing wins, kind of like Buffalo, where it feels like every game, you know, they gave up 28 points to Denver, which is like a team that could barely get into the double digits. So my Chiefs defense worries me a bit, but I think... I think they're going to cover this. I think the Chiefs are going to go for a beatdown today. I just think the Texans are just not going to be able to catch up. Um, I don't even think they'll get it to 14. So I'm going to go with the Chiefs to win 35 to 13, just Ooh. a beatdown. Wow. I, 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 I think the Chiefs really need to do this. I think that's what Buffalo would have liked to have done today uh, to Miami, but with the snow, they're not going to be able to. But I think the Chiefs will. I'm still not going to bet it because I'm not betting Yeah, them, But – 14, I think the Chiefs are way that much better than Texans. 22 points. That's uh, that's low by Leonardo DiCaprio standards. Um, yeah, there you go. Uh, you look, I can't take, and I, I've one of the things I've said about this this sort of season so far, I can't take these big spreads because they don't pay off. And no. I do not see this one. I see the Texans, nothing to lose. 
You know, they, they, they got a little bit of fire from playing close against the Cowboys. I think they're just like a dangerous little scorpion you don't want to screw with. So, yeah, I do have the, the Chiefs winning, but I don't, even with Pierce being out, I still think they're going to find a way to just be a little rattlesnake in the boot. Um, I've got the Chiefs winning at 30 to 20. Uh, I, I think the Texans will find some garbage points. And again, that Kansas City defense you talked about, that's the trouble spot. Like when you're looking at it, that's actually more worrisome than before because you can score in them. And, and other teams have shown what kind of danger zone you can Kenny Loggins them in. So <laughs> I, yeah, I, I just think that Houston keeps this one close. Uh, the game that everyone's talking about, of course, is the Philadelphia Eagles. They're 12 and one, and they're facing a team who's also chasing the playoffs. Maybe just not this year. The, uh, the, the draft Bears. play, the draft. Maybe three play. years playoffs, but right now we're three and ten. Uh, the Eagles are nine point favorites, but it's in Chicago. It's in Soldier Field. It's going to be snowy. It's going to be crazy, uh, and it's forty eight and a half points over under. Jalen Hurts MVP. MVP. <laughs> well, he's going to win Rookie of the Year, Offensive Rookie of the Year. Maybe, yeah, probably. I would think again, he's gonna run he could run for a thousand yards this week. So yeah. I actually like the Bears to keep this kind of close. I think the fact that it's in Chicago um helps them. I think the fact Fields that they've had, bye, they've had two weeks to be able to prepare mm. for the Eagles, that they're they're really gonna need to just kind of basically slow the Eagles down. They can't just let yeah. them just walk up and down the field, get 20 straight points, or it's over. Um the Eagles have been rolling, but I think just the eight and a half just feels a lot. Again, the Eagles' just schedule has been—it just never lets up in its mediocrity. It feels mm-hmm. like. like every week, it's like, oh, the Eagles are playing them. It's just like, when are they going to have a challenge? It just feels like. And I think Chicago can do that because I think Fields brings something to the table that the Eagles don't ever—the Eagles have, but don't ever have to play against a lot. So I see, I see a fun little game. Actually, I think it could be a little bit of a shootout. I don't think the Eagles' D is great, so I think that. Justin Fields can do some a bit of damage, but I think the Eagles are just the better team. So I'm going to say a 28-23 Eagles win. That's that's actually quite close to what I have. I have the Bears 260 and the Eagles zero. First time I, it was it was a simulation I ran on a on a game I've got where the Bears are all on tech mobile. Yeah, something on like that. Uh, no, I, I think the Bears too. We're at home, um, and um, and so. I just think this is, a, this is a good possibility for us. This is a good uh, thing that we can actually put together. Uh, and uh, I'd like us to cover it. I've got it 30 to 23. Let's move on to our next game. Uh, Philadelphia and Carolina, or sorry, Pittsburgh, Carolina. Pittsburgh is five and eight. Carolina is five and eight. Three points is a differential in this one for Carolina in the favored. Uh, 37 and a half points is the over under in this one, Ryan. Who are you liking in this one? Oh, I don't. Well, this is a, this is the ultimate stay away game because two teams have no faith in what they're going to do. I think is Pickett still out? Is it going to be Trubisky? I think it is Trubisky, yes. Oh, okay, so I'm gonna go with Carolina. I think Trubisky, I again, Trubisky's been a disaster every time he stepped in that game last week. Like, my god, like, they had mm-hmm. so many chances to win that game and just squandered every chance they got. Um, the Carolinas at least fighting for something Carolina's fighting for the division <laughs> like it's crazy to think that they're the fact they're at home I think they can get pressure on Trubisky make him make mistakes I think they know to run it with Foreman and you know Darnold's playing decent I don't think he's playing like I'm gonna get another contract but he's he's at least getting it to DJ Moore 
Um, I just think I'm not betting on Trubisky. There's no way. I think they're playing for nothing. And they still can't really get any running game going. I think Carolina is the better team. They're they're in it. They they got the crowd behind them. I think so. I'm gonna go with them to win twenty to fourteen. Twenty to fourteen for Carolina. Yeah. Um, uh, I just think Pittsburgh defense and again Watt um being in it. Yeah. Carolina also has a great defense and they're gonna keep it tight. I just think three points. I don't know the way Pittsburgh's been playing. I do think Carolina is gonna win it, but I just think that Pittsburgh can keep themselves close. Again, low scoring game. I've got it 21 to 20 um, for Carolina. Pittsburgh covers it. Um, but yeah, I think uh, Pittsburgh is going to actually to keep it close. All right. So the last of our 6 p.m. games is the Dallas Cowboys, who irked out a win against the Houston Texans last week. They're facing the Jacksonville, the plucky Jacksonville Jaguars. We're five and eight. Uh, Dallas is favored by four, um, which is interesting, at uh, considering how much they were favored by Texas yeah, last right? week. Yeah, right. 47 and a half points is the over under. So uh, I think uh, Vegas is telling us there could be some points in this one. Well, wow, they're yeah. Sorry, go ahead. No, I'm just saying Jacksonville's uh, they've got a good team here. Dallas well, is uh, showing a bit of weakness here. How do you what do you think? I think one? yeah, I think it's the the just the continually better play of uh, Trevor Lawrence is the reason why it's moving yep. up. The last like six games or something or five games, ten touchdowns, no interceptions, mm-hmm. moving it up and down the field. They're looking much much more comfortable so yeah i think this is one of those sneaky games i think dallas need to be really worried about what Mm -hmm. happened last week and moving forward jags are going to be at home the fact that like you said the cowboys had that huge spread and now this moved all the way down to four shows that well maybe everyone did like they always do jump the gun and and anoint them Mm -hmm. you know i want to i'm going to say this is going to be a close game i don't think dallas is really going to be able to just kind of blow them out um, I think again, Jags can be that plucky team that just fights back, and like we saw it where they a couple weeks ago with Baltimore, where they were down mm-hmm. like nine with like three minutes left and one. Um, so I, I think the Cowboys will win this because I think they're fighting for that chance to beat Philly and win the division. Yeah. So I think this game is just so important, even though Jags are just as fighting to stay relevant. And this, I think Dallas's defense is just going to be able to cause Trevor Lawrence to make a few more mistakes than Jacksonville's will be. I think Pollard and Zeke have been really working well together. So uh, I think I'm going to go 27-24, Dallas wins. But I think it's going to be a close game. I could even see the Jags pulling off the upset, but I'm just not going to bet. I'm not going to bet that. Well, well, I am. Mm. I'm calling for a Jacksonville upset in this one. I can see it. Mike is talking a lot of trash, and I think this is a Travis Etienne um, amazing fantasy game. Trevor Lawrence, as you mentioned as well, has been playing amazing, especially in DraftKings. Um, player in our DraftKings league as well, if you want to play with us. This is a game also, Dallas is Philadelphia next week. So this is this might be the game they're like, okay, well, we got Philly next week. That's the game. You know, this is the divisional game. Um, so they might be sort of looking ahead in this one. Whereas Jacksonville's not. Jacksonville is, you know, feeling a bit of a rush here. Trevor Lawrence is feeling it. And they've got some good wide receivers as well. Um, so... You know, they've had a few few new guys that have stepped up. So I like Jacksonville to win this one. I've got them to win 28 to 24. Um, that's my big upset of the week for the six o'clock games. 9 p.m. And oh man, Arizona. Uh yeah. Kyler's out. Uh Denver. Uh Russ is out. It's the biggest amount of money uh spent. It's like PPR 
you know, just unused PPR just sitting there. The amount of money spent on these PPE, guys. PPE, 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 whatever, PPE. Yeah, what? It's one of these PPEs. Yeah. PPE. Oh man, this is a this is like if they could just black this out of our memories, like four and nine like... Arizona versus the three and ten Denver Broncos. I think these teams thought it'd be way different. The only the only one who would ever bet on this game is like a masochist who just feels like. You're really yeah. only betting if you're going to bet this, which is what I'm going to do. Well, I'm not going to bet this, but if I were, I would just bet that the Denver defense at home, yeah. which has been so good, is going to be able to stop uh, Arizona's offense. Yeah. And a team that is just falling apart at the seams. It feels like they've completely given up on Kingsbury. So it'll be really interesting considering they just gave him an extension. They're maybe like firing their GM. Mm-hmm. Kyler's torn his ACL. Like it couldn't get worse. The only thing that's going to happen next, which will probably happen, is DeAndre Hopkins is going to be disgruntled, and then they're going to have to trade him. And it's they're in a world of hurt, Arizona. I I, I think they're a broken team right now. I'm going to pick Denver to win. I think at least with Brett Rippin, the offense will probably get a bit of a jump. They'll be excited. Um, but, you know, Russ did get 28 points last week. He did play a bit better. But I'm going to go Denver to win. They're the better team. Um, but I think it's going to be ugly. 17 to 10. It's just going to be terrible. Uh, ugly, ugly is uh, is definitely a word I would use in this one. Um, I think it comes down to looking at the quarterback matchup, which is uh, Rippin and Rippin and, and McCoy, which, which just sounds like a seventies yacht rock sound. Yeah, there you like, go. It's Rippin and McCoy. Yeah, folk, um, power folk duo. Yeah, so I like Rippin and it better. Uh, I just McCoy. Ugh, I don't know, man. Like, I just well, it's just that D. It's the D I can, but I think Arizona's got more to play for here. I've got it a baseball score. I've got Arizona winning 10 to 7. I just think it's gonna be just stupid. And then <laughs> it's gonna be terrible. It's just gonna be bad. No one's gonna score lowest scoring game of the week. You can bet the under on this one. I would definitely bet the under on it. Uh look, New England is seven and six, and they're one point favorites over a uh well, a, a Las Vegas team who's five and eight. Um you know, they're 44 and a half points is the over under in this one. Vegas is at home. And obviously there's now, you know, as the season comes to an end, there's talk of, of who's going to replace Derek Carr. So does this inspire Derek Carr when there's talk of that Tom Brady or Aaron Rodgers or, <clears throat> or Matt yeah. Ryan or, 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 or Josh Rosen might take his job. Um, would this inspire the guy? I don't know. I think the fact that that loss last week was, you know, to lose to Baker with all that, with yeah. no time left. I think that just broke again. Derek Carr is fighting for his career right now. Yeah. Like he's, I think he's done as a Raider. I think yeah. Belichick, at least with that win last week against Arizona, at least they're still in the playoff hunt. They're still Seven fighting six, for something. Yeah. I know you could say the Raiders are technically still in. I think they have eight losses, but they can't lose. They basically got to run the table. Mm-hmm. Um. I'm going to just go with, I'm going to go with the Raiders for one reason, Devontae Adams. I think he's the most explosive guy in the, on the field. Uh, you know, the Patriots are down to their third string running back. They can't mm. really move the ball at all. At least Carr can throw it to Devontae and he'll do the rest. So they still have Josh Jacobs, who's running harder, even though he's hurt most of the time, but he's still running great, playing hard. So I think the Raiders are at home. They're just the they're not the better team, but I think they have the better offensive players, and I think that matters. So I'm gonna go uh 24 to 20 Raiders win. Ooh, big win for the Raiders. I I also have the Raiders to win. And again, it it comes down to that loss to Baker last week. 
Um, and, you know, Carr, again, it, it's, you know, you, you hear the rumors and it's you're gone and everyone's gone and we spent a lot of money and, and a lot of things are gone because they want Vegas to shine and it's not shining. And win City is not a win city right now. There will be a win city, I think, in this one. I've got them winning 27 to 24. Um, I just think the offense is more high powered. And, and you, you've got Mac Jones and and the whole yelling on the sidelines, like, if this is like this quiet, quiet tempered kid who's like yelling, things are wrong in New England. There's something wrong. So I, I don't I don't know about their longevity uh going forth. So I've got a Vegas win. Mm-hmm. Uh this game, man, it's got some big implications here because we've got two seven and six teams, but uh, you know, there's there's a bit of shell to both of them. Tennessee is seven and six, and uh they've had some injuries. In fact, a lot of injuries last weekend. Uh, Burks and you know I think they lost about four guys in the game the Chargers are also seven and six and Justin Herbert's playing and he doesn't have a lot of tools but they're starting to get a few tools back they're three-point favorites at home and we all know how great the the Los Angeles Chargers home crowd fan fans are <laughs> 47 and a half points is the over under in this one um how do you like this one man big AFC bat matchup here um well, again, like first of all, you got two teams that are literally on the other end of the spectrum. You got the Chargers who had that huge game against Miami where Herbert just put up shut up the Tua truthers and said, I'm the I'm the I'm the one you should have taken. And you got Tennessee who's literally falling apart at the mm-hmm. seams right now, getting blown out, just playing terribly. They're they're down players. Um I think the Chargers just have momentum. They gotta keep winning. I think the home field means nothing. It never will. Um, but yeah, if I'm this, I think you got Mike Williams healthy. You got, you got Keenan Allen's healthy. Finally, you got the whole team, the offense back together, and they looked really good. They needed defensively what they did, considering all their injuries to do to Miami, was really impressive. I think they now got to kind of just stack wins because they're in, they're basically maybe at the last spot or they're on the outside looking in, but they cannot afford a loss here. I think the Titans, even though they could lose, they're still in that division are still in the forefront. So I think with the Chargers to win, I think they're the better team. I think right now Herbert really needs to make the playoffs. Like he's been as as good as everyone talks about it. Until he makes the playoffs, no one cares. Like you could be the greatest regular season quarterback. If you never make the playoffs, it doesn't mean anything. You know? So I'm gonna go with the Chargers to win 27-20. Um they're just the better team. And I think the Titans are reeling right now. I don't I don't have any yeah. faith in them. I bet them before and they're just not the same team. I, I can see that. And I can see a lot of people jumping on that and going for it. But I, I'm, I'm going to go back to the coaching. And, and and who would you trust better in this situation? Frabel? Or basically the coaching staff of the Titans, the coaching staff of the Chargers? Well, I would trust Vrabel more. But I thought, I thought about that a couple of weeks ago, and it didn't feel that way. And that's what that's what I'm feeling this week. I just, I, you know, they've got enough of a command of the division now. This is a time to sort of put the stamp to make sure that, you know, the Jacksonville doesn't catch up, that no other trash bags come out of there. And, you know, this is Derrick Henry time. I really, I, I like, uh, I, I like the Titans in an upset here. I think it's going to be a, a slow grinding game between both of them. Um, but I've got Tennessee to win it 21 to 20. The Chargers have a lot of things, but they also have a lot of gaps and a lot of issues and, and the Tennessee Titans defense is a real defense. These these are this is a fast defense. And the Chargers, I don't think, have faced the defense. And and Herbert's going to be on his butt a lot, I think, in this one. Um, so I've got a, a tight game, 21-20. 
the Bengals are coming back to their Super Bowl fucking fighting fanatics in this one. Uh, they're nine and four, and they're facing a Tampa Bay team who's got no fight left in them. Uh, or do they? Because they're leading their division. They're six and seven. In spite of themselves. They're in spite of themselves and injuries and everyone dying and divorces and everything else, the drama that is a real housewives of Tampa Bay. The Bengals, though, are three and a half points favorites in this one in a 44-point over under. Um, man, you know, the, the Bengals are starting together. And it, particularly their defense has been looking actually even better than the offense. The defense... You know, basically has been making so many plays in this one, whereas the 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 Bucks defense is just not what it used to be. Yeah, it took them a long time to kind of get going, and now it's it did get, um, especially last week the offense. Like Cincinnati's offense, as good as it was, really was really slow. Just kind of like Buffalo last week, really took a while to get anything going. They kind of have those moments. I think they're going up against a Tampa team that's real, like as desperate as it comes. They've only gotten twenty three points once. Mm-hmm. this year like that's insane for a t- tom brady led offense um i think i'm gonna go with a little upset i'm gonna go with a little tampa win here at home somehow pulling this off yeah. i think the fact that i think trey hendrickson is out for cincinnati i think they have a couple of injuries that are going to be key and i think right now tom brady's at like this is the moments where everyone's doubting him and everyone thinks it's over yeah. and especially after getting humiliated by brock purdy last week and and guys asking him to sign his autographed interception ball yeah just getting trolled on the field i think he's ready to come back and do something i think eventually gotta figure this out offensively i think they can do it against cincinnati i think the fact that they're at home so i'm gonna go a little upset i'm gonna go 26 24 the the bucks win wow 26 a little upset i don't do many upsets but that's one of them um, look, I agree with you that uh, that trying to rush old man Brady out to, to pasture is, is is not really an apt thing, considering he's you know still the fifth you know best passing yards quarterback this season. Um, it is a bit disrespectful, and I think maybe Tampa Bay might look beyond them, and, and you know, or sort of Cincinnati might look beyond them. Tampa Bay, as you say, they they've, they are leading, but they've got to show a bit of ferocity. I don't have them winning. I have Cincinnati winning. But I have Tampa Bay keeping it close. I have it 24-23 Cincinnati just pipping them. Only because it's you know, again, it comes down to the Brady and the and the Bucks scoring. Um he can get some last minute dashes. They just he doesn't have that consistently. And you know what? A lot of it is in, in a lot of games I've been watching, there's a lot of drop balls. It's a lot of it's not his fault. And I, I'm gonna jump on the Brady wagon. A lot of the games I've been watching with him. These kids and these routes, he throws the ball very quick and throws very hard. And sometimes his accuracy is maybe not as great, but it's up to these guys to catch the balls. And they're not. So he needs... My biggest of... worry is that he's just like, I'm just going to preserve myself for next year and I'm just not going to get hurt. So every time everyone gets near him, he's just going to throw it away. Well, yeah. Well, wouldn't you at 45 <laughs> years old? I don't want to get hit either. You know, if, yeah. if, if I was rich enough to own like a Ferrari, you know, I'm going to make sure that nobody dings it. You yeah. know, I want to drive my Ferrari... But also make sure that no asshole comes around and keys it. Uh, sorry for the swear words there, folks. Speaking of swearing, ah, let's swear on this game with identical records. It's Freaky Friday uh, or Freaky Sunday as the New York Giants, who are 7-5-1, face Washington, who are 7-5-1. Oh, my girl. They're both in the same division. The NFC North, East. East. <laughs> 
Uh, oh, four and a half man. points. Four and a half points. Yeah, that's how freaky the Friday it was. It feels getting. weird. It feels it's like... just so weird. This whole Twilight Zone of this, these two teams, and it's like, no, you're me, you're me. Um, but just... Washington and they're better me because they're four and a half points favorites. Yeah, I know, but in good confidence, I just don't think the Commanders are four and a half point favorites over anyone. You mean the, the Reds? To be per- the Commanders. <laughs> oh, I got sorry. it right for once. Um, yeah, I just don't think they're that. I, I think they're fine, but they're not the type of team. I think you got to take it. These two teams hate each other. They always play each other hard. Mm-hmm. They're playing in Washington, so it's going to be half full. Yeah. They're not going to have any of that intimidation factor. I think the Giants have been reeling, but at least they. I think they're going to be able to beat them. I think I'm. I think Washington is just having its little moment, but I think Heineke is just not that guy. He's going to... He has a couple of nice little wins and everything, but I think to to say that they're four and a half point team, I think to me this is like a pick em. I think they're pretty evenly. They've got good defensive lines. They can both kind of run it, and neither of them can really pass it that well. But I'm going to go with the Giants to win. A little upset. I'm going to go with my band, Brian Dable, to come out with a big game plan to to kind of beat the, the commanders. I'm going to say 2017, the Giants win. A little... A little yeah, why not? These, the, the Freaky Friday element to just... Brings into this twilight zone twirl of these two twe- teams and <laughs> seven, five, and one in the sort of nemesis of each other. I, I got to go with the running game here. And and the running game has been that Saquon Barkley has just not looked himself. He's, he was crushing it to start with, but the past few weeks has not been himself. And it, maybe it's coming down to the offensive line. Uh, maybe just coming out of the play calling. I, I don't know. But what I do like is, is that Washington has a double headed, at least running game. Um, and Heineke, they got a bit of momentum behind him. So, you know, I, I like the four and a half, actually. I like Washington to win this one, 26 to 20. I like them to cover it. I think Washington can win. I, wa- I think Washington put these guys in the back burner. I think New York is done. I think they're sort of like Minnesota. They're sort of fading off. And uh, their time had happened. But they were, are going to go to the bottom uh, of the NFC East. Moving on, uh, speaking, everyone's talking. This team has still got a great uh, chance at the the playoffs. And I don't know who these people are, uh, both <laughs> these teams. The LA Rams are 4-9, and nine, and Green Bay Packers are 5-8. Uh, and eight. The, Packers the Packers are still, still in it. Chance. They're still in it. Uh, and they got a whole lot of winnable games coming up. So They have a lot of very hard games coming up, and you still have to score games and win. And seven-point favorites uh, over an LA Rams team. Look, this is a Baker Mayfield-led Rams team. Um, coming into Green Bay, it's going to be with a cold. week of practice. It's going to be co- it's week of practice, week. cold and frozen. Um, and Aaron Rodgers uh, believes that uh, he can get these guys back into it, uh, into it to into it. Can can the Green Bay Packers at five and eight uh, make a run for it in Week 15? Listen, they got well. First of all, this is the best situation they could ask for. You know, they got Baker coming in to into Green Bay, so it's going to be tough. I think Rodgers plays much better in Green Bay than he does on the road. He's actually quite good at home. I think they've had the buy, so they had like, two weeks to prepare for Baker Mayfield, who ha- doesn't hasn't really been great. I think he had that moment of magic, but let's be honest, I think it's going to be a lot tougher in Green Bay. I like Green Bay to win this. I think the fact that they're still alive is kind of fun, um, at least for the next, because they got Miami on Christmas Day next week, which will be a great game, especially if they win this, Mm -hmm. uh, which I think they will. I think the Packers, Rodgers has a little bit better of a game because, again, Rams are a bit injured, and I want to see if Christian Watson just keeps going, keeps scoring points. So I'm going to go with the Pack to win 27-17. Nice little 10-point win. 
Yeah. Again, you mentioned that look ahead to Christmas uh, game, and it's obviously going to be looking ahead for them. So, you know, they're going to want to preserve themselves. It's going to be cold. Uh, they're going to try to run the ball a lot, which, uh, you know, the Rams defense just sucks. The Rams offense just sucks. Just yeah. It's a shell of a former self. It's like uh, when Steve Rogers, you know, shows up, Captain America, he's just the old guy. You're like, you know, you're like, ah, where's Captain America? Um, we had a good life. And uh, we don't we don't know what happened, but um, I think the Rams keep it close in this one only because the Green Bay is going to be looking ahead. I don't like seven points. Green Bay hasn't crushed anyone by seven points that much um, this year. So I don't think they'll crush them by six, seven points this year. I've got a 21 16. I got a five points. That's it. That's it for our week 15 games, everyone. Um, make sure uh, you, you play along in fantasy with this as well. Uh, lots of fantasy options. We've got our DraftKings League that you can do, and we've got some uh, things up on a website. Make sure you check out our social media as well, Facebook, Twitter. Uh, don't really use the Twitter, to be honest. But thanks for listening, everyone. Thanks for enjoying. And uh, until then, Ryan and I will wish you our next episode before we have all have a Merry Christmas. Yeah.